0: on everybody. My name is AJ Capasso. I'm here with Talking With The Source. I'm here with my good friend. Hold on one sec. Don't turn wow. around. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you turned around too soon. I had you off the screen. Oh
1: man. Oh, you, you asshole. I had the cat already. already. I
0: know. That was perfect. Oh, oh man. man. See, you to can't
1: kill, kill me. I, I, I try AJ. I actually I try and teach you these things and you just what don't listen me.
0: The problem was I clicked the button Add to Stream. You didn't go to Stream right away. It highlighted it. Oh, you know I don't have please. my mouse. I'm sorry. Anyway, on a better note, I want to uh, first give a <laughs> shout out right now. I want to give a shout out to uh, right now we are live on Parapost Network on Facebook and Parapost Network Two. Also, we are live on the Paranormal United Network, um, Paralinks Plus. It's called. Um, so you know, join us over there on Facebook. We also um, are a part of Global Ghost Hunt. If you've never heard of Global Ghost Hunt, Global Ghost Hunt is basically where a bunch of teams from around the globe get together, and we stream their live overnight investigation at the select haunted of, haunted location of their choice. And uh, it was an awesome event in May. We have another one coming up in October. So if you have a team or you want to register, head over to www.globalghosthunt.com. i um, signing anyway, up. Yeah, sign up. Um, but anyway, uh, we have an awesome guest today. Um, she is absolutely amazing. Can't wait to bring her on. Her name is Jennifer Gaylord. So we're going to bring her on right now. Hey Jen, how are you? Hello.
2: Hello, I'm doing well. How are you?
0: Good, good. So before we begin, I just want you to like give the viewers and everyone just like a little bit of background about yourself and um, like a little bit about what you know what you've done in life. You know.
2: <laughs> uh, how long do we have? Uh, oh, I know,
0: know. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so I am a and I call myself an inspirational psychic medium. What exactly that is, is I like to help people get back on their path. So a lot of people right now are kind of awakening to this new yep. earth, or the energies that are moving and swirling around all of us right now in that there are so many more truths that are coming to light about the path that we walk. A lot of relationships are ending. People, I feel, are starting to leave the earth again. There's another round of people that are checking out from this time and space because the energies are so dramatically different. There's a lot of more pressure on people, a lot more um, opportunities for us to kind of heal through our traumas or release the things that we're carrying that no longer serve us for our best and highest good. So I work with people one-on-one in an hour or 90-minute sessions inside of my store, which is a crystal shop in central Connecticut in Durham. It's called the Borrowed Time Emporium. Uh, I do have some crystals with me today that I'd love to talk about if we have the opportunity to do that. But for me personally, growing up as an empath, I started with dreams. So around 10 or 11, I would have dreams that would come true. And about the age of 12, I had a dream about my brother getting into a car accident. Actually, multiple things happened to the same car on the same day with him. And when that later came true, it freaked me out. I just shut it down. It was just too. it was too overwhelming Because what are you going to do? Tell them, hey, I had a dream that you're going to have all these accidents on a Tuesday. I don't know what month. I don't know where. And you're going to believe me anyway. So after that, kind of kept it quiet for a while. And then after I had my son, I had my son when I was young. He was born when I turned, right about a month before when I turned 21. And more stuff started to happen where I would start to see things happen before they took place. Kind of like, I used to say it was like a movie trailer. So you could see a story playing out on the sidebar in your Imaginarium, I like to call it. And then later Mm -hmm. it would happen or it would be like a potential destiny line, let's call it. That was kind of scary. But as time went on, I worked in the corporate arena for probably 25 years, specifically in construction. For most of my background is in that. I grew up with a a father who was a contractor and was out there banging nails when I was 12 years old, like my brothers trying to keep up with them. And so being in the corporate community, I started to kind of dabble a little bit into playing with the Oracle cards and checking in with people and going to psychic fairs where people would challenge me to see if I could connect with their loved ones. And then more of that started to open. And I would say fast forward another 20 years or so, I decided to jump off the corporate cliff and move into my own gig. So that's when I opened my store about five years ago. Now I do it full time. So I help people, like I said, get back on their path, but I I do it in an inspirational way. It's not, I understand that there's positive and negative and there's darkness and there's light. Everybody has shadow work to do. I get that. But I'm a light yeah. worker and that's where I roll. That's kind of where I walk. So I like to help people kind of illuminate their path and get themselves back to who they are because most of us forget we lose ourselves in yeah. relationships or in our jobs or careers or family or events happen or whatnot. We kind of get lost and go down the rabbit hole. So I like to help people give them kind of a hand up and get them back on the path.
0: Nice. Nice. I totally know what you mean about the uh, dream stuff because I had that too growing up. Like I had certain dreams, like, I had a dream about that crazy tsunami that happened in Japan. Like, oh, in the wow. mm-hmm. yeah, like I, I had a dream that I was on the beach and I we were walking out like because the water receded so much that the fish were flopping. So we walked out and then all of a sudden somebody screamed and you just saw this wave coming and we just started to run. And the next minute I know while I passed the palm tree or like whatever kind of tree with, that was on the beach that over there, um, I literally like turned around and looked and I saw the water and then I was, the, I woke up and that was the thing I remembered and I just wow. so much anxiety and then it happened mm-hmm. the next day. But, um, what it ended up progressing to was now I'll get these type of knowings where yeah. it's like out of nowhere where it's like, I don't need to be asleep. I'll just get this either like anxiety no, or sleep feeling and just know, like it's mm-hmm. really weird. It's like really yeah. weird. I don't even know how to describe it, but I know you know what I mean
2: absolutely it's kind of freaky until so you get used to it then it becomes your norm so then you kind of look at other people and don't understand why they didn't how come they didn't see that coming how come nobody knew that was going to happen because it yeah. becomes all baseline it becomes a thing that we do on a normal day-to-day basis that's what a lot of it, it comes
1: on their premonitions doesn't it
2: say again please
1: it comes on their premonitions doesn't it absolutely that kind of thing. Yeah.
2: yeah any intuition any of that that inner knowingness, all the clairs, the clairaudience and sentience, like people that tap into the different clairs that can hear or smell or taste when spirit is near, a lot of that is all connected. It's all through your third eye, which is one of the chakras that it helps, that it helps you to kind of open up more to that world and kind of explore and experiment and, and see. And that's kind of like when you were talking earlier, AJ, about taking Reiki, learning about yeah. that. A lot of people open up to their own version of shamanism. I mean, the shamanism is a, a very widely used word now most people historically believe that someone who is a shaman is just a native american individual that has medicine when in fact a shaman is in every religion and that's a person that's a healer that can walk both sides so one side is in in the human in this third dimension kind of lower vibrational energy and the other side is in the spiritual realm someone who's a shaman can kind of walk between both worlds basically they can be on one side and on the other
0: wow yeah no that is awesome i mean see i didn't know any of that really to be honest, like so, that was great to find out. Sure, um, well, that's how you learn. Yeah, no, absolutely, and uh, that's why I love having guests on like yourself because it's just it opens up just a, a variety a variety of things for my work in the paranormal and mm-hmm. certain research that I do with spirit communication work, and it sure. just like gives me so many questions that I can ask spirit, and it just helps this work, and it's just great to be able to you know go back and forth with people like yourself. So, um, I think there's
2: a lot more people out there now that are kind of literally just falling on a bed on the floor and connecting with spirit and not realizing that they were doing it all along. It's kind of like yeah. this collective awakening or maybe an ascension, mass ascension. I don't even know what to call it, but I see it all no, the time I'm, in the store.
0: Yeah. No, I've been seeing it all over the internet, all over mm-hmm. like, you know, on social medias and stuff like Every short video has something to do with a spiritual aspect. Now it's just like absolutely crazy. They're talking about Kundalini energy, they're talking about like yeah. all these different amazing things. That it's like, where were you 10 years ago? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I remember when I began this work, you had to like hush and not say anything because you would have been locked up in a loony bin, you know what I mean? And it's like, now that's it's exactly so- it,
1: AJ, though. That's exactly it because years ago,
0: yeah,
1: we wouldn't have been believed if we'd have said, Oh, we no. feel it or we see that it wasn't. It wasn't widely believed back then. It was like if you seen that, And you t- told your parents. You know, well, they'd be like, be awesome. "Go, go and play with your toys." You know, what I mean? It was like. <laughs> whereas now, it's, it's more widely.
2: Absolutely, oh, yeah. people are so much yeah. more open to the, the. I like to call it the truth. They're more open to the truth of, that this experience is not. It's not what we think it is. We're you know yeah. we're, we're souls that are crammed into this physical body. This is like the truck that we drive around in. Our physical body is the vehicle that carries our soul around so we don't end we continue
0: perpetually Uh, you know it's it's so crazy that you said about the ascension though of like what's going on around us because not Mm -hmm. only is it happening um, with the younger generation too and like you know like I said all over the internet and stuff like that you'll see it um, but you see us as uh, you know human beings as a race like as a whole being opening up to other things as well. Like all it's all around us, like in political stuff, like political aspects, Mm -hmm. like you see people waking up and noticing now like Mm -hmm. little things that they didn't notice, like, you know, five, 10 years ago, like about little, you know, what the news and media portray to us and certain Mm -hmm. things. And I think that, you know, seeing that, and I think like us being more aware as a whole, I wonder if it is, you know, definitely raising that consciousness energy of the, you know, of the earth and of us, you know. In and
2: I think it absolutely is. A lot of people are yeah. finding their way back to the truth. And and however it is that you look at that, I don't, I don't, I don't watch the news. I don't watch television because there's nothing in it. There's nothing I need to know. No, if I yeah. need to know if the world's going to end. Well, then I'll find out when I see everybody yeah. back home. Or you know. Yeah. But from the most part, I think a lot of people are. Yeah, they're starting to realize that the world as we knew it is not nearly um, what we thought it was. It's kind of like the big reveal, or we're all taking our glasses off and looking around, going, "Oh, dang." Or, geez, if I say something really mean to you or if I'm hurtful to you, I'm really hitting myself because it's coming from a place of my own. I'm projecting my stuff onto you. That's what we see a lot in the energy field where somebody has their own inner wound or there's a truth that they believe that freaks them out or makes them insecure. They're going to attack another person from that same place. It's sitting in that same space and
0: trying to give it to someone else. Mm. Mm -hmm. So. Now, as you being actually, Rob, you want to ask a question quick because I'm. I'll
1: no, you go ahead. You go ahead. I'm just. I'm contently listening.
0: Okay, I, like helping people and doing your, you know, medium work and that kind of stuff. Um, did it is Did it start off like you said with the dreams, or was there other aspects too that were with you during that time? Like so, other signs.
2: I recall when I was 13 or 14, my grandfather was very sick with leukemia, and. He came up for a visit because they lived in Arkansas. I grew up in Connecticut. I've always been here. And I remember he was getting ready to leave and I had to say goodbye to him. And I wrote this little story about how I was never going to see him again, that he was going to die. That that, that was going to be the end of his experience and not understanding in my brain what that really meant until years later when I reread it and went, oh, wow. And then he did. So I, I knew that I wasn't going to see him again. Uh, again, that was right around the time where I kind of shut it down a little bit. But as time went on, I started to communicate with my grandparents who were on the other side, started mm-hmm. to hear their voices and talk to my family a little bit about it. But everybody was kind of like, "Okay, <laughs> doing like they're right, All right if you say so," kind of thing initially, yeah. because I wasn't very confident about it. But yeah. um, there was an incident I want to say in the early 2000s where I was working at a construction company at the time, and one of the One of the guys that was a foreman, who was I want to say in early 40s, really healthy, fit kind of guy. Um, We got a call in the office that um, someone had had a heart attack at uh, I think it was a Home Depot down somewhere. I think it was in Bridgeport or somewhere down along the shore there. And we thought, oh my God, we got to go get the truck because they had a company truck. We got to go get the truck, find out what's going on. We go down there. I'm in. I I'm inside the Home Depot demanding to talk to the manager. Like giving this guy, I'm, I'm giving it to him because he's he's looking at me like I have four heads. And so I have no idea what you're talking about. Like the truck's right there. Yeah. Where's the guy that had the heart attack? Where is yeah. he? I'm sorry, man. There's no one. And <laughs> the other guy, that one of the guys that was with me, had to get me out of there because I was starting to lose my mind. Like where's our guy? Like what happened? And yeah, it ended up being their whole whole other backstory around that where it didn't take place there, and there was some other shenanigans afoot in the background. But he, I ended up getting in his truck. And driving it back to uh, Central Connecticut, we were in Newington at the time. And as I was driving it back, I'm yelling at him I'm having this conversation with him, like, what the hell's wrong with you? What's going on? Why, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Having this full blown conversation, not knowing he was gone. He he died wow. in a different place. But I'm driving in the truck and I would have sworn to you, sitting right next to me, I'm yelling at him as I'm driving, like all PO'd, you know, like, what the hell? Yeah. And I, I still don't, I don't know if the case has been solved to this day, but. That was really the beginning where I understood that that conversation wasn't just my own internal
0: monkey mind,
2: you know, chattering with me, that this was someone that was a spirit that was actually there. So most people think that someone's going to tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, hey, my name's Bill. I belong to AJ. I'm his uncle. It doesn't work that way. It's just a conversation that kind of floats in. When you open your channel, Mm -hmm. A conversation comes in and information flows. Sometimes it's pictures, sometimes it's words sometimes it's funny phrases sometimes it's a weird routine or ritual that people had sometimes it's Mm. information about an animal a bird or whatever might be the thing that that person's trying to use to connect with their loved one
1: the pictures and words is the way i get it
2: yeah yeah does it play a story sometimes
1: it does yeah it's like it's like they're telling you Mm -hmm. in your in your head they're explaining (laughs) to you what's going on but at the same time it's like someone has a load of photographs and they're just showing one And then they're showing another one and and you're trying to sort of piece them together. But when you're piecing them together, you're also hearing what they're saying. So it's easier to do it that way. That's the way I do it.
2: I think a lot of people, a lot of people struggle with that because they don't trust it. They don't trust that what they're getting is not theirs. There's not like an overlap between their own, their own internal dictionary versus what the spirit is saying. Or sometimes the spirits will tell you some stuff that's really out in left field that you're kind of like going, Oh my God, you really want me to say that? And then you mm-hmm. realize that that's a thing that was very important to the person that you're sitting with. That was a- not
1: necessarily going to happen there. And then it could be something that happens like down the line a little bit, or it could be something that happened quite far back. People always seem to think that it has to be something that's like relevant there. And then
3: that's and it's not
1: always that way.
2: That's absolutely correct. That's absolutely so- correct. I like to explain to people that anybody who does the work, whether they're a psychic or they're a mediumship or any sort of reader, is always drawing on their own personal experience. Sometimes you'll see something that means something to you as part of the way that you translate the story for the person that's coming through, the spirit that's coming through from the other side. They might show Mm -hmm. you pictures or there might be someone in your loved one collection that's on the other side and it may be something that that happened to them. The reason that they transitioned might be the similar the the common thread between this person as well. Now, I don't know about you, but I felt it. There's a physical component, physical mediumship component to me as well that I've just started really working with. Um, But a lot of of times when someone um, really wants to make an impact, they'll come through with whatever the means was that took them off of this earthly plane, which sometimes isn't very pleasant, to be honest. But it's a split second, just quickly enough that you get the impression, so that you understand, like what Robin was saying, like that that moment where the picture or the story kind of brings itself together in front of you, so that you can sense, yeah. know, experience to share with that individual, so they know exactly that you're collect, you're connecting with their yeah.
0: person. That's a big. Yeah, I, I feel like you just did that, Robin, on this that on this episode thing. We just tried, you know, we just put together. Well, yeah. And-
1: what it actually is AJ though, when when I when I do that, especially with that house, right? It's like yeah. when I went in, I, I walked in, obviously the, the door the door was busted in, it was the whole house was open. But when I went in, it was like it was like a force field, right? Like a force yeah. field of energy. And it was like when you went in, at first you actually bounced off that. You had to force your way through that. But when you got through that, it was like, right, so you wanna listen then, so you wanna hear and you wanna see. Well, here it is. And then they start showing you. So it's it's nearly as if they're like, you know, the force field is nearly like, are you sure you really want to hear this? You know, are you you sure? You know, and then once you push through that, it's like, right, okay, then here goes. And then it just all comes. And that was as soon as I walked in that wasn't even sometimes I have to be in there for a bit before that happens. But that was as soon as I walked in there. Yeah. Wow. That's
2: great. I like it. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: It doesn't
1: normally come that quick. It must you know, have been someone that needed
2: to have something. They had a big message to get through, or something, right? For them to be that dramatic for you.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was just yeah, it, it was. Yeah, I, I can't even explain it really. It's, it's, it's long winded, isn't it, AJ? It's long winded. It was yeah, an old right. man. It was an old man that lived there, and he was basically he was telling me the whole, the whole story as to what happened, but he was following me around at the same time. So no matter where I went in the house. He was behind me, just like watching me
3: mm-hmm.
1: where I was going and stuff like that. But he, w- when I went up to the upper levels, he, w- he wasn't speaking then. He was just following. It's mm-hmm. when I came back down to the lower level. It was a living room that had, I mean, it had nothing in it. It was all parts of the roof and all that fell in, but there was one armchair sitting there. And that was his armchair. And once you went into that room, that's when he started speaking. And he couldn't get him to stop. He had to come <laughs> out of the room. You had to like, time out.
3: Wow, wow. Yeah, see, cool. it's
0: weird. Like, I, see, I have a question for you. For me, like, I, I have like certain things happen where, like, uh, how do I explain this? Okay, so I'll just tell you the experience. That, like, uh, one of the examples. So recently, like, about a year ago, my I was over at my friend's house and I'm um, we're talking and his brother came in and his brother was fighting with his girlfriend and all of a sudden before I left I got this very sick feeling again like this this anxiety feeling this I started sweating profusely and I got this image in my head where something bad was going to happen to him like for some reason his brother Mm -hmm. so I said to him before I left I said hey listen check on him because something bad is going to happen today I don't know what it is and I'm sorry to say this to you just trust me on this so I leave and about forty-five minutes after I left, he get his, my friend gets up. Something get makes him get up to go get a beer, and something clicks in his mind. I got to check on my brother real quick. Mm-hmm. Well, his room was silent. He heard some gargling noise. He breaks open the door, and his brother had 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 snuck snuck in three bags of heroin, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, relapsed and end up overdosing. Oh, he was no. overdosing as he came into the room. If my friend didn't come into the room when he did. His brother would have died that day, but his brother lived and they ended up getting into the hospital and all this stuff like that. He ended up getting on the hospital. He's good. He's alive. He's fine. But um, and he's back to himself. He's not doing drugs, thank God. But um, it was crazy like that. I just had this knowing. And same thing happened when my father and me were on the highway and literally he had a he had a stroke like on the highway. He started seizing I and I saw it before we got on the highway. And I said to him, I don't want to get on the highway. Something bad's going to happen. And literally right before we got home right on the highway, he seized up and I just knew what to do. I pulled the car over while he was seizing up and I just knew what to do in the moment. But the thing is, for me, why is it always something like like that? Where like sometimes I feel like it's a gift, but then sometimes I feel like, man, this is kind of like a curse almost because it's like Mm -hmm. I'm getting all this type of stuff. Like, whereas, you know, it's not really the best, in my opinion, you know?
2: Well, maybe that's what your gift is. Maybe that your oh, gift okay. is to is to see that version of it before it happens, to prevent oh, okay. or to help people to be open to that. Some people okay. can't do that. I wouldn't be able to do that. That's why I walk around telling everybody I'm a light worker. I understand there's the opposite of that. Yeah. You could get me into one of your haunted houses. You couldn't pay me enough money <laughs> to do that. No interest in uh, that. I'd rather no. I would rather be helping somebody connect with their loved one that crossed over that 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 moment when when the person when they when that emotion comes through and they click and they make the connection and they can release that grief or re- release the guilt that they didn't say the thing or that they didn't say they love the person or whatever that stuff is that people carry around and that ugliness of grief when that they have that moment where they let it go. That's what, that's yeah. my work. That's what makes it all worth it to see that, that person crazy. just have that relief, have the relief.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah see, the, the pre- What we were talking about AJ a little while ago, about the premonition side of it, I, I, I'm not a big fan of it, to be honest with you. And you, you know that I get it because I've told you a few times. But again, it's always bad stuff. I don't know if you yeah. if you remember back a few years ago, but there was a it was a plane that crashed in the French Alps. It was a uh, a plane was flying from Spain Who's to Germany. Who's
0: gonna, huh? <laughs> Who's gonna remember that? Who's gonna remember that? You never remember. Who it. told you about it? <laughs> no i'm just joking i'm just joking joking. i had to get
1: him go ahead i'm gonna i'm gonna use one of your lines you're an ass i know
3: right here we
1: go but i I had a feeling a couple days before this that something was gonna happen with the plane that's all i had now who's gonna listen to me you know what i mean even even my own parents would call me insane for saying that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. something's gonna happen with the plane somewhere in the world i don't know where but somewhere and lo and behold the pilot crashed the plane into the mountains a couple of days later. On purpose. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's... if you look up, it was called, the plane was called German Wings. It was flying from uh, from Barcelona to I want to say Dusseldorf in Germany. I'm not sure, but if you look, if you look it up anyway, German Wings plane crashed in the French Alps. It was literally about two days before that happened, and I remember saying to. Uh, I think it was Julie at the time. I remember saying, "Something's going to happen somewhere with the plane soon."
2: Wow! Yeah, anyway, everybody's well, like, "It's unfortunate." Yeah, what's not information for you to be able to do anything with it in advance. It's in exactly. But can
1: back what can at it. you do? What can you do? You start ringing every single airport around the world. Well, <laughs> you better check your pilots.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe Go it's on. about like kind of reinforcing that relationship. whether you work with your whether you work with spirit guides or if you work with yeah. your own team. On the other side, I don't know who you work with, but it may be to ask that yeah. question because yeah. you're in the business of doing paranormal research and you're looking around, you're going into places specifically looking for that the, that energy that's maybe the darker yeah. energy and that's why you're getting the gift that's connected with that. So yeah. I'm yeah. a believer that whatever it is that you want is what's going to show up for you. Whatever The law yeah. of attraction, whatever you whatever you're putting out there is what's going to come back. So if you're expecting that today's gonna suck, you're yeah. gonna have a shitty traffic day or whatever, then guess what? Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna hit traffic everywhere versus hey man, today's I'm kinda running a little late. I want all green lights and bink, 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 they're green all the way, all the way
0: through. It's your belief well, I,
1: I know personally, whenever I've gotta have a day where I've gotta speak the AJ for anything, it's gonna be a shitty day. So
0: <laughs> yeah it's just i'm one of those you know things you could just send
1: one night <laughs> <laughs> got me
0: back he yeah, got me back um wait one thing i want to ask you though is as a you know as a medium someone who, who has this you know inspirational mediumship what crystals do you use or gemstones do you use to help you do you use any to help you because i know you have a couple with you you said you wanted to share and i'd love for oh, you to yeah. share yeah i've got i've
2: got some little demos here so obsidian is a stone that You you can't really see. There There we
0: go, right there.
2: It's a black stone. This is like a you can't see any of the sheen in it, unfortunately, because the lighting's weird, but obsidian is a stone that's great for protection. So this is one Mm. that people like to take in your line of work when you're going into a property or you're going into a, a place where you're doing an investigation to protect your own energy field so that you're not getting zapped of any of that. So that's one that I have handy. I have this. I wish I had my black light, but this is another piece of amber. This is a big, beautiful piece of amber. The black light would show it illuminate as blue, which is a little more uncommon. Usually it shows up as green or purple. If you ever have the opportunity to look at amber, amber is really good for cleansing. It helps to clear your energy field. It's great for blood detoxifying, too, if you carry amber with you. And Mm. interestingly enough, what's coming back now, a trend that's coming back around is amber teething rings for babies. Because it's antibacterial. It's it's not going to get dirty and gross from a bunch of baby spittle. Uh, oh, my really? favorite, actually, where is it? This one.
1: AJ, you chew on one <laughs> <laughs> could chew on one of them.
0: I could chew on one of them.
2: So, no. selenite. selenite oh, is wow. my favorite. Selenite is yeah. a, it's a beautiful nice. stone. It's a gypsum product, so it's very soft, scratches easily, and it's water-soluble. But this, mm. I have a sphere in the store, and anybody that come, has come into my store can tell you stories about that sphere. It started out as, to show people how soft the stone was, the one I'm holding doesn't have an impact crater on it, but the one in the store has like a big, like kind of like yeah. a big indent in the bottom where somebody dropped it. So it started out um. as, well, Hey, this is a cool stone that you can see how soft it is, but Oh, by the way, you can hold it to clear your org field. So mm. if somebody comes in, I have them hold it. If they don't understand what grounding your energy means, which is basically that you're just clearing your auric bubble. I tease my dog who's sound asleep over there. Usually he's with me, but when he goes out into the rain, the first thing he does when he comes back in is shakes off the water. But you and I don't Mm. do that. We don't clear our auric bubble. So that auric bubble, if we imagine it looks like soap, like a big soap bubble, we go through our day-to-day interactions with other people, some positive, some maybe not so much. Those interactions are like little pieces of lint. If we remember them and replay them or repeat them later, it's a little piece of lint that sticks to that soap bubble. And after a period of time, if you're not grounding that energy, you're going to get kind of clogged up. You're, you get like brain fog or you forget things or you're feeling kind of dopey or whatever until you do something to clear the energetic bubble. This is like mm. a shortcut. It's like a shortcut, a cheat for mm. that. So people that aren't familiar with grounding, I have them hold it. And what happened over a period of time is now they're holding it. As soon as a person holds this sphere, it opens up their auric space so I can step in it. And I immediately pick up on any physical issues that they have. They have a sore knee or an achy elbow, or even like a sore wrist. Sometimes I'll feel like a tingling. Like if you're standing outside in the rain, that's how I know that their energy bubble is clearing. Um, Sometimes I'll get more energetic stuff that I can translate to them. So then they understand that, well, geez, there, this, this is cool little stone here, but there's actually some power to that because it's helping to ground and clear my energy. And what you can do is walk around barefoot. That's a great way to clear your energy go outside and hug or put your hand on a tree or spend time in nature that helps to clear the bubble. But this is a stone that I use. You'll you'll notice it next time you're in the storage, a, that there's a whole wall of it of lamps yeah. and, and spheres and little hearts and all kinds of selenite stuff because it's also one that clears and transmutes energy. So if you have crystals in your worlds, you can use selenite to clear and recharge those crystals. You don't have to wait for the moonlight to put them under the moonlight unless you want to, which a lot of witchy people like to do that. They like to put the crystals under the full moon to recharge them or the new moon or whatever. I have thousands of them in my store. I can't roll them outside underneath the moon. So I use my selenite or I'll do what I need to do to help to clear and cleanse them. But this is my go-to. This is like go-to number one is the selenite because it's such a powerful magnificent stone. I love it. I love it. I love it. I have a very dear friend who's Moroccan Mm. and that's where all my selenite comes from. So I get a great deal on it and I can pass it along to everyone that comes in the store. That's number one. Number two is rose quartz. Anybody that knows crystals knows this stone. It's a pretty pink stone. It can be a dark pink, light pink. Sometimes it's almost almost washed out super because it bleaches easily in the sun, just like a fluorite will. But rose quartz is all about unconditional love, and that's for yourself and for other people around you. That's a lot of what we forget to focus on when we're doing our work is to put ourselves first, take care of self-care, self-love, But Mm -hmm. unconditional love, especially when someone is grieving, in my line of work, a lot of people that come to a medium are coming because they want to connect with someone who's on the other side. And grieving is an opportunity for them to heal the wounds that they're holding on to when the people that have left the earth have left all that stuff behind. There's nothing that goes with you. There's no luggage rack on top of a hearse. Nothing goes with you except for Uh -uh. the experiences that you've had in your heart. That's it.
0: That's the best analogy right there. That was perfect. Like, no no luggage in a hearse. I like that. Whoa, it. for
3: Gaylord. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> right? You can't
2: take it with you. Another one, no. another cool one is fluorite. So fluorite's another stone that a lot of people recognize that are in the crystal community. It's not showing a lot of green here, but fluorite will come in a green, purple, blue. Sometimes it's a what they call rainbow fluorite, which I think is a bunch of hogwash. In the crystal world, they'll call it rainbow fluorite. because it has this, it has that striping in there, which yeah. Technically, it's a better quality, but they call it rainbow fluorite to charge more money, which is not the right thing to do. So this oh, yeah. fluorite is great for the third eye. That's like we were talking about. It's, it's wonderful for intuition. It helps with focus and concentration. It's really popular for the, the younger set that I have. I get a lot of college kids, high school kids, even some middle schoolers that come into the store that are looking for something to help them with their tests. This one's yeah. good for concentration and focus.
0: Now, wait, I have a question. Like, How do you use these crystals because a lot of people know you know a lot of people know like you know (laughs) i have a crystal but how do we use them you know so
2: most people that are crystal crystal junkies let's call them are crystal people where we'll either wear the crystal on their beingness whether it's a necklace or bracelet or even a ring sometimes the earrings or whatever there's a lot of uh tumbled stones or flat stones that people will carry in their pockets and believe it or not there's a lot of women out there that carry them in the side of their bra they carry the stones that they don't have pockets to carry them in, they carry them inside the of the bra. So wow. because they believe the power of the crystals will help them yeah. with whatever it is they're working on. Now, another one I want to talk about that I think is a big deal is a clear quartz. So clear quartz is known as the stone of power. This is a really nice yeah. piece. Um, it's a nice pointed piece, but I pair this with other stones And I always tell people not to just use the clear quartz by itself. Because clear quartz Mm. is a badass in the crystal world. It will amplify energy. So if you have a clear quartz and you're carrying it around and that's that's that same day that we were talking about before where you're running late and you're having a crappy day, it's going to amplify that energy.
0: One time I like I was meditating twice a day for Mm -hmm. like almost two years straight. And I got to a point. Yeah, I got to a point um, where I had that, you know, clear quartz in my pocket. Mm-hmm. and it literally started to hurt my leg and i didn't know what it was at first and i'm like i took the clear quartz out and then it stopped so i put it in my jacket pocket near my heart didn't realize my heart started to bother me like really badly wow. and i had to take it out of my thing like i got so sensitive i said to my father i'm like I hold it in my hand i'm like feel this it's vibrating you not feel the vibration and he, he put it in his hand and he's like he threw it back at me he's like you are stupid what are you even talking about <laughs> you're he's losing your like, mind. Yeah. he's like <laughs> you're losing your mind dude like chill out you're doing too much drugs or something you know <laughs> well you were, but, well,
2: what happens is you're activating the stone so sometimes you'll find a stone that a lot of people believe everything yeah. is vibrational frequency right everything is frequency yeah. And even the crystals think about how they were created. They're created inside of the core of the earth and, and there's pressure and, and all kinds of chemicals and minerals and things that yeah. interact that create these things. And there are people that find that stone, like that one that just is like their stone that they hold on to. and you can heat it up. You can activate it with your own energetic signature, with your own energy, energetic vibration, that stone you connect with. Some people will tell you that there's this one stone I have in my collection that's, I'm never going to let it go because this is my stone or whatever, but they carry it with them everywhere. There's a lot of people that connect that way. I have one of my customers, his name is Steve, that comes in a lot of times and he'll either hold a stone that and it will get so hot that you and I can barely touch it. Or conversely, it might be something that gets ice cold. It's just that's how he just how he is. He connects with the stones in a different way. So it could be that you activated that particular piece of quartz. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was wild. It was so wild. I couldn't believe it. I mean, at that point though, I was you know focused on. I, I use binaural beats. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what binaural beats are? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I love them, and that helps me get into the altered you know state of consciousness, and yeah. that helped me open my third eye and stuff like that. Like, got to a point where I was seeing like flash images just in front of my eyes closed, and then I saw my room without my with my eyes shut like completely clear. Like I had my eyes open. It was, I couldn't believe it. And I, I I started to meditate recently again, because I stopped for a long time after, you know, for some reason, I don't know why I did, but, um, you know, I noticed myself more in tune with spirit when I was Mm -hmm. meditating more Mm -hmm. than, you know, when I was.
2: So you're raising your energetic vibration. So when we think about the third dimension, which is where we are in our humanness, that's where we are sitting in these chairs and we have to I don't know, eat and pay bills and do all those other fun things versus yep. that that fifth dimension the two layers up which is where we're in spirit land and that's where all things are wonderful and feel delicious and fabulous and nothing hurts and everything's great. Yep. When we do the work, we're up in that we're up in that realm and then we have to come back down here to pay the bills or feed the dog or whatever, back in this lower vibrational place and we kind of go back and forth between one and another. But sometimes people that do the work that we do that are they get to that higher vibrational place they don't want to leave. And those are the ones who all of a sudden they're bankrupt or their house gets (laughs) foreclosed, And then they're like, well, I I don't know how that just happened," because you're you're vibrating this higher space and feeling better about whatever it was that we're doing at that particular time.
1: So Jennifer, tell me something. See these crystals that you're showing now. Obviously you sell all them in the shop. Isn't that correct? That's correct. Now, do you also ship them out? Like say, say if someone like me wants to buy a couple of them, I mean, I, I don't know over here at the minute where there is any shops that sell that kind of stuff. There obviously is. But say I want them to order from your shop. Do they like ship across seas or?
2: I currently don't, but you probably could talk me into doing that. I'd have to figure that out, how to do it. Because the way that I do it is I do kind of flat rate shipping for within the United States. So there's yeah. just price points for shipping. I don't have all my stuff weighed, which is what I would need to do to ship internationally. So that when the order went through, we'd have to weigh it and come up with a price honestly don't even know what it's like to ship across the ocean anymore if it's crazy like it used to be. Um, But I have probably about 4,000 items currently in my catalog that are on the website. Um, The majority of them are not in my store. And there are quite a few of these larger specimens that I have when I have a crystal show. Two or three times a year so i usually have one at the space where my store is inside the sanctuary which is a very large room i have about 15 different tables of the larger specimens there and some of the smaller ones too of things that people like the most so you no know, i could look into that if i could figure out how to do it in such a way that you could put your order in and then we could weigh it you know kind of like put it on hold and weigh yeah. it what it would cost to do it but yeah we could look into that for sure absolutely we'll also
0: put it on our social media if we find out too up there too is to get more people from you know other countries because we have a we have a lot of people that do watch from belgium and all these other places too so you know maybe people would be uh you know interested you know
2: i think you'd be surprised at how many crystal people are out there um a lot of people even the littles now the little ones come into the store little four five six-year-olds and go right up to the boards i have a big peg boards in the store with all the crystals alphabetized in there and the little ones go right up and they pick one up for their parents and just give it to them and it's the message they need it for whatever reason the kids know because they're coming in now. They're coming in here to fix all this stuff. They're coming here to fix now, this now, place.
0: Tell us, tell us what um, the you know. Tell us what you guys offer over at your store because your store is an amazing place. I, that's how I met you. I mm-hmm. recently went in there and I you know I live literally like I was telling you three houses up the street from this place. Yeah. Um. So awesome. I got everything right. Three houses next to me, which my gym, my work, and you. So this is absolutely perfect. Um. Give <laughs> me you know, two seconds. To offer. Yeah, go ahead, my friend. Um, tell me what, uh, or tell everyone like what you you know what you offer at the store.
2: So the store itself, so the Red Barn in Durham is a 10,000 square foot collaborative building where there are about 18 different independent businesses that operate inside under the umbrella of the Red Barn in Durham LLC. Two of those spaces are open to the public. One of those spaces is my store, the Bar of Time Emporium, which is where I do my readings of the morning, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday mornings. I also offer readings online over the phone during the week by appointment, obviously. People go online and they book their time. Now, yeah. the other space is the Soul Shine Salt Cavern, which is another business that's downstairs. And that is a salt cavern, which you go and sit in a zero gravity chair and you chillax for 45 minutes and you have all this wonderful relaxating, like relaxation moment really? in salt. And she has what's a... Uh, she has a halo generator, which is a medical grade machine that actually grinds up the salt and puts it into the air while you're sitting in that chair. Um, wow. you can have music playing if you want, you can have the lights on lights off. It seats up to 10. It's a really, really cool space. If you haven't checked it out next time you're in their barn, go down there and see, I think they're open I the know about it. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They're open Thursday through Sunday. Um, I don't know the hours off the top of my head. Lisa's going to kill me when she sees this, but <laughs> yeah. they, it is an amazing place to go. It's where I, I like to go in. Uh, I haven't done it in a while, but I like to teach people how to go on a shamanic journey. And I teach them inside the cave because it's a nice sacred space, easy to open that up and to take people through the paces. So we can do yeah. that one of these times. You think you would you totally dig that if you're a meditator. Oh, the absolutely. Other the other businesses are, let's see. we have a lady that does acupuncture in there. We have an art center downstairs where there's a bunch of art classes for adults and for kids. We also have uh, my friend, Stephanie, who is a Reiki master teacher. She does um, crystal lays on people. She has an amethyst biomat, which is a it's a, a crystal bed made out of amethyst on top of like a table where you lay on it and it heats up. And she'll put crystals on you or she'll use her gong or do some sound work, whatever she feels called oh, wow. to do. Like she's an amazing healer. She does that in her space. Then we have Maureen who does Qigong, which is like a moving meditation. It's like another Chinese type of healing modality. She is off the chart. Fantastic, this lady. So she teaches people Qigong, but she also will put you on, on her table and she takes you through this whole process where she has someone in the background playing her uh, chanting, whatever they're chanting, I forget now. And, and she goes into your your soul space and kind of like does whatever mm-hmm. she feels like she needs to do to kind of do a healing. Um, then we have people there that are therapists. So Janice is the lady who had the original vision to bring everyone to the Red Barn. And she's a, an LCSW, which is a licensed clinical social worker. But she takes the holistic approach and does more holistic base instead of traditional, uh, which is wonderful. But she's the reason we're all there. She kind of called us all in. Um, then we have Ooh. Heather, who's another therapist, and Aaron's another therapist. Um, I'm probably forgetting people, but there's constantly changing people that kind of come in. They rent space and they have office hours and whatnot. And then usually, like I want to say, like every quarter we have a psychic fair. So we have vendors yeah. come in, we have psychics. That's coming up on the 23rd of July for anybody that's local that wants to check that out. It's a cool thing to see because we everybody's vetted. Nobody just walks in the door and puts up shingle. We have to make sure that they are that they are tested, that they are legit, and they're not just saying that they can do what they do. I usually yeah. don't read at those events because I'm having too much fun playing in my crystal shop. <laughs> yeah, i, mean, I, I crystals, But <laughs> handed out my cards, you know, if anybody's interested in doing a reading with me, that's cool, you know, or taking classes yeah. or whatnot. So, but it's a whole experience. Just going into the building is a whole experience. And when there's an event like that, where you can come in and kind of meet everybody, that's the best time to go. I mean, Deb will occasionally yeah. do, um, Deb is the lady that does Reiki. She also does um, tarot card readings. She does, uh, she sends distance Reiki to people that are not local if someone has some Mm. health issues and whatnot, but she will coordinate what's called self-care Saturday. So we have those, I think every other month or so where some of the practitioners that are there will offer shorter sessions. So you can kind of get a sampling of what those things are. So it's, it's a big, huge, it's a big, huge collaborative environment. We're pretty proud of it. We've been around since 2018. We made it through the pandemic and a lot of other centers didn't survive it. They didn't get through it because of just the world and how it changed and everybody had to close and shut down. And, but we kept going we kept going and we keep building and rebuilding. And wow. it's awesome.
0: I never knew, I never knew you guys only been there since 2018. I thought you guys were there a lot longer. Wow. That's amazing. But it's so amazing. You guys made it through the, um, you know, the pandemic because a lot yeah. of businesses did not. And, and that's, that, you know, that's great. I mean, but you know what though? Like I, I tell you, I think it's because you guys energy is just absolutely amazing. And you mm-hmm. know, you guys attracted some amazing, you know, love of the universe on that one you know what yeah. I, mean? I think you can Absolutely.
1: feel it you can feel it coming off you can feel energy coming off you yeah, so yeah,
2: yeah. It's, it's the truth right when when you're in vibrational alignment with where it is that you're supposed to be and you're doing the thing that you love it you're not working you're you're no. living the dream you're doing you're yeah. helping do your part in the world to help yeah. other people heal and we all remember that that's i think what a lot of people are remembering now is that we're all connected so yeah. If I'm not nice to you, it's going to come right back and smack me a whole lot faster now because that's the the world of spirit and that's how things work. So it makes sense that we're going back to community living and helping one another and and doing the right thing. Just do the right thing, man. That's it. That's all we got to do.
3: Exactly.
0: You know, it's just so funny because it's so easy said. And then, you know, you see a lot that you know, it's harder to do <laughs> for some well, people. I understand
2: know? that. Yeah. And I understand that. And it does I believe yeah. that it takes time to kind of retrain your brain to focus it on does. like, you know, it understand does. that law of attraction and focus on the things that you want to, you want to invite into your experience. Mm-hmm. Cause when you, if you yeah. look at something that's not good or doesn't feel good to you, if you're one of the people that sits in front of the TV and watches the news all day, you're not going to be a happy person because the news is not on, on the television to inspire you or uplift you. It's there Mm -hmm. to scare you
0: and show you things that don't feel good, right? Exactly. You have like six terrible stories and then you got one that's like, oh, well, the Easter bunny came today. And uh, you know, at this park. <laughs> and the next one's like, three guys just got shot dead. Like, oh, this no, is great. It's not. So yeah. Much, uh, stick with the bunnies. You know, there's there's so, a lot of
2: power in somebody going on a news diet specifically. Yeah. Like here's like a 14 day news diet challenge and just see how different you sleep at night or see how much different you feel or, you know, go hiking yeah. instead or do whatever. Just get back to yeah. you, whatever that looks like.
0: And I think yeah, that's what we're collectively
2: playing, moving towards.
0: You start getting invested and angry at the TV almost, you know what I mean? It's, it's really bad when you start watching it too much. <laughs> I mean, I could tell you from experience, but I mean, maybe that was me in baseball games, but I don't know. But anyway, besides that point, <laughs> um, I tell you, uh, it's absolutely awesome. I didn't know all that stuff was there. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, I only went into the one shop, like, you know, yeah. I, I met you and, 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 I didn't know anything about the salt, you know, room and all that kind of stuff. The salt, like, oh, the yeah, the salt belt. cave
2: is it's really amazing. It's and there's a lot of them out there. I, I would be surprised if there wasn't any out your way, too, Robin. That there there aren't salt caverns, there, there out.
1: probably is. There probably is. It's just that I'm not one that would go necessarily looking for it or would or would think to myself, you know, oh, there's a shop that sells crystals here. I just, I just sort of walk around oblivious to it all. There has to be a sign right inside that goes, We sell crystals, you know what I mean. <laughs> Otherwise, like,
3: <laughs> you're not going to notice it
0: got it <laughs> me and robin me and robin we work with our spirit guides um what you said before and i have a clip of i asked about crystals and i asked about do you help does it help you connect more with us when we're using crystals and what was so weird is that um spirit came through the spirit box and said it's you and the crystal meaning that Mm -hmm. Yes, the crystal can help if you believe in it, but if you don't believe in it, it's not going to help you. So you don't technically need the crystal, but the crystal (laughs) will help you because you'll have something to hold on to and to believe with. You know what I mean? It's like not just holding on to like a thought or whatever. You actually have something physical to be able to believe in, and it's that vibrational energy from that or whatever they were talking about, which I thought it was really yeah. And I was, you know, it's so funny because you said law of attraction before and, and exactly. all that type of stuff. But, mm-hmm. You know, it's definitely like the law of the universe for sure. I'm, I am I definitely 100% agree.
2: I think you could apply that to anything, whether it's a crystal or yeah. if it's wearing like your favorite hat or your power shirt or driving a fancy car versus driving your your old, <laughs> old reliable yeah. one. It's whatever yeah. we believe that will help us to move to that next place or whatever yep. we believe will help us in accomplishing our task or our mission or whatever we're here to do. That's what's going to take us to the next level. And it can be anything. It could be a crayon or a pen or a rock that you find outside. It doesn't matter. Whatever gives you the power is what
0: you need to move forward. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. No, absolutely. Robin, I'm going to ask one more question. I'm going to let you ask some questions and then we're going to uh, end. But I want to to ask you one thing was, as a medium, have you ever came in contact with group consciousness, a group of consciousness, Mm -hmm. instead of just a single being?
2: I have, so in my work as a medium, no. Usually when I connect, I'll connect with us. I can connect with an individual person that wants to connect with the person I'm sitting with. Uh, Hmm. Sometimes there's multiple members of a family that come in. I always tell people if someone is in the waiting room that wants to connect with you, they will step forward. That's how I visualize it. It's literally a waiting room. Because I think that anybody can understand that and kind of accept that concept. So if I'm sitting with someone who's never been to a medium before and i reference the waiting room, they can visualize that. Everybody has had that experience in their life. In my own personal, when I go on journeys myself, I will connect with the angelic council of light, which to me is a round table of a bunch of angels. That's how I see it. That sometimes will dispense information if I have questions, if I'm curious about something, or if I want to learn a little bit more, or if I'm struggling in my own little world, in my own humanness, or my own personal journey, those are the people that I will ask, or the beings. The beings. Yeah. To me, I see them as angels.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. And I, you know, I, I had this theory that I feel like the spiritual, you know, the energy of, of spirit and all this stuff, I feel like it would show itself to a person, whatever way that they would best feel most comfortable so like say if it's for yeah for certain people even when they see jesus and then certain people see allah or muhammad and you know Mm -hmm. praise be whatever and i i just find it absolutely amazing that spirit does that for us it it you know not plays on but it goes for something that it's relevant to us that we would know Mm -hmm. so that we would feel comfortable in that aspect and i find that absolutely awesome
2: i think part of you is is understanding too that this is not it's you it's your consciousness that's connecting with whoever it is that's on the other side whoever's at home back at home base or however you visualize that but it's the thing that's that you're able to find that brings peace to your soul or that brings connection to you whatever it is it can be a purple dinosaur it could be barney or it could be it could be a christmas tree it doesn't matter whatever it is the thing that gives you peace and that helps you find whatever it is you're looking for is that's what matters that's the most important part
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I would love to have you out here because there's so much more questions that I have. But Robin, oh, no. please. <laughs> Hours on end. <laughs> I, too much. Too much. I, there's so much. I didn't even get into half the stuff I wanted to get into. But the hour went by so quick. But um, Robin, uh, w- go ahead and ask some things real quick before we end.
1: I'm I'm pretty much I'm pretty much uh, <clears throat> asked out. Really, you've asked a lot of the stuff that, that I was going to. Mm-hmm. Like I, I said. I know, but you, you, this is this is what you do to me. See, I, oh, I have right. all these questions ready to ask, and then you just go boom, and then it's like, I mean, I'm like, I'm like, really? You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: that's, how, that's how energetically connected we are. See, I just like know that's the right. questions and I steal that's them. Right. I love it. No, it's,
1: it's just ener- energetically how annoying you are. <laughs> yeah,
0: there
3: we go. There we go. You're hearing
1: each other. See him. See him yeah. well,
2: the law of attraction at its finest. Right. So you, yeah. you're connecting to each other cause you know each other very well. And this is something that you yep. do. This is your podcast. So you probably yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you're helping people, you're helping people, you're educating them. You're bringing people on that can give them maybe a little piece of what they were looking for. There might be a little piece of the puzzle, the puzzle that just kind of fell in through a conversation yep. or an interaction or whatnot. And for me, I'm all about the law of attraction. Whatever it is that you put out there is what you're going to get back every single yep. time. We could debate that yep. for the next three days and you couldn't convince me otherwise. But that's what this is all about. And anything that you're Absolutely. walking around with, when you see someone out there and in, in the world that's, that's berating someone or hooting and hollering at someone or is in that like angry fight mode, it's because they have their own unhealed stuff that they're projecting on the world. So rather yeah. than working on my own stuff, I'm gonna plant it on top of you and start telling you I don't like you wearing your hat backwards, right? And you're gonna yeah, like, see? Not
1: you're not allowed to wear your hat backwards, <laughs> AJ. You say <said laughs> it
0: all the time. All the time. I don't know. how He's you that. Go we'll I'll, <laughs> I'll take it off. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it,
2: was about the, it was the point. It was it was the point where it shouldn't matter to you. It'd be like if I said to you, AJ, I don't like people that have dark hair. What are you gonna go out and yeah. dye your hair? You're like, no, tough, too bad. Go do something no. else, right? You because that's who that's how people Present themselves out there in the world, especially if they have stuff that they don't <laughs> want to fix, stuff that they don't want to heal, stuff that they want to <laughs> do. Then yep. that's what they're going to do is they're going to find a reason to pick on you. Uh, so,
1: absolutely.
2: Well, <laughs> I,
0: just, <laughs> I absolutely agree. And I, I tell you, a, I'm even
1: Anthony Sabayas is telling you about your hat.
0: <laughs> I know. Everybody says it, man. Everybody just leave the hat, but my hair is <laughs> always just uh, messed up. So I'm just like, ah, screw hey, it, you know? You
3: just don't listen, do you?
0: No, I don't. I never do. Uh, Hello, I- um, can you just shut up for now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on and and, and spending time with us. Thank Ooh, you for the invite. There. I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Oh, no, thank you. Awesome. I'm glad you had fun. Um hopefully you can come on again and I would love to have you on again. I know we both would. Um so please, uh if you're available, we'd love to set something up and have you come back cool. on definitely and uh absolutely you know, maybe- Maybe do some uh, different stuff, you know. Maybe uh, do a reading or something quick, one like a small, like you know, give us a glimpse or whatever. But sure. I would love to see, you know, I'd love to see more of your work. And I look, to I look forward to seeing you down at the store. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you so much. I really appreciate. it. I will make
1: doing. sure he's not wearing his hat at the store either. Yes,
0: it's <laughs> yes.
2: all good. Thank you all very right. much for your time. I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> thank you so much. I really appreciate you.
2: Bye.
3: Thank good you. See you there.
0: <laughs> um, oh, had you there. <laughs> i love it i love it because every time we bring on a guest it's so funny because by the end of the show like we have to, we have them laughing and that's all that matters you know because we're just goofs we're just total goofs man like we are go and speak for so, yourself why don't you I say, yeah, speak for myself i was just about to say that huh? yep no but uh, I, I love it i tell you what that was happening. <laughs> Awesome. I, I tell you what, did you learn some things about the, the crystals and stuff? though? Oh, yeah, yeah, nice.
1: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've often wondered about, I've never really looked into them that much, but I've often wondered about them, but oh, yeah. there's, there's not, there's these little shops over here. They're starting to pop up here and there, but they're not readily, you know, they're not dotted around every corner and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's really hard to find sometimes, but you know, I mean, they're, it's quite interesting to find out a lot of info on that. So
0: I got very lucky. Like I said, this place is literally, you know, the borrowed time emporium, the red barn, it's right next to my house, man. Like literally like three houses down and it's just so awesome to see, uh, you know, a a business like that, a group of people getting together for a spiritual aspect and helping others. And, um, you know, it was just, it's, it's absolutely awesome. And, uh, you know, even Anthony just said he has his own, they have their own uh, crystal store and stuff like that, which I think that is awesome. Um, are a great thing. Crystals are absolutely a great thing, and, I, you know, they're healing. There are a bunch of things that, you know, that Jennifer shared with us that they do for you, and uh, it's absolutely great. But I look forward to having her on again because there's so much more that I want to ask her. But, you know what, man, I, what are you going to say? Because we're going to end right now.
1: <laughs> no, see, see right below your head, right, on the screen? There's that little body on the, on the outer screen, and then your
0: head on top of <laughs> Look at it. There we go. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, there it is. Look (laughs) at. All right, guys, thank you so much for watching. My name is AJ Capasso. This has been Talking with the Source. We're a bunch of goose, Don't mind us. Please and uh, please visit us on all podcast listening platforms and social medias. Um, Once again, this has only been on Talking with the Source. Talk to you guys soon. See you (laughs) there. Bye.